Yo, 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 what the fuck is good? It's your boy Cameron. We out here. We gigging. We rolling a fat ass backwood. We getting ready to smoke and talk all the tea. Excuse the vulgarity. So much of it. I know. But this is not an episode that's going to be easy to get through, baby. This has a lot of fucking tea. I'm not lying. This is going to be intense. I'm going to be talking a lot of shit. Potty mouth alert. Definitely. And I'm not going to give a fuck. I'm letting you know now. I'm not going to give a single fuck because the shit that I want to talk about today, the argument that I went through, no. No filter. Can't do it with the fucking filter. Don't even want to have to think about it. <sighs> this little clip that I'm going to show or share with you next starts abruptly. I apologize. My editing is not the best. I still don't have a laptop or an iPad. Lord, that will be my next big purchase. Baby steps. We're doing this one thing at a time, but I swear once I get that, I'll be good. Anyway, this little argument that I'm going to share with you starts abruptly because that's where I last had to take out someone's name. You know, can't share too much. I'm not trying to drag people um, too heavy under that bus, damn it. But, uh, the first two minutes and 11 seconds of it are the second half. So if you want to skip the next two minutes or fast forward the next two minutes and 11 seconds, starting in like 10 seconds, that'd be great. If not, you know, just listen through all of it. You're going to get the gist of it. We got a lot of fucking shit to talk about, damn it. Lord be with us. I'm praying for all of us. Thank you for sharing your energy and your time with me. <sighs> Let's get into it. You're a closeted, you're a closeted gay guy. I'm not closeted, you're... bitch. At all. At all. I be sucking dick left and right. And your family So knows I don't know it, where right? the closet is, bitch, because I've been left. And maybe a walk-in closet it? because that shit's wide open. And your so I don't know what it? you're thinking we're doing right now. And your family all right? knows it? Yeah. And exactly. Okay. So I don't know what you're doing. You hide maybe because you're in the little so pool insecure. of the ugly. Yeah, I'm not gonna come for you. I'm not gonna come for you. I'm not gonna come for you like that. I'm because telling you, you can't. I'm telling you that because you can't. As the driver, you can't. As the so, driver, as a you driver, need to I'm take driving, responsibility and if you don't for want everybody me to drive else's. You, then you can get out of my car, and I, that's what I'm telling you. You choose to be in this car, then stay in this car and shut your mouth. And if you don't want to, then get the fuck out. You're right, Des, you come with me. I'm sorry to put you in this position, but you come with me. I'll have someone pick us up, dead ass. I'll have someone come pick us up. I got a million people on speed dial. I, I have so many people but on speed dial who would be here, here and, and in 0.2 seconds. I'm drunk that's We're literally a going down the street. I'll, that's a no, problem. I'll be. No, for him to be on live over here, putting on live, to be drunk driving. That's I'm what he's saying. I'm not on live. That's how fucked up you are. I'm not even on live. But you're still recording without my consent. I don't give a fuck. Oh, I do. Yeah, why are you recording? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. That's what he's saying. He put your name. Don't worry about it. And it's your life Because this is my life. Because this, this is, is my life. life. Exactly. And you are not in my life right now. So if you want to get out of it, trust me, I won't miss you. Goodbye. Thank you. You're welcome. But no. Don't put me in that video because I have no association with you. You're lucky to be in this car. You should have shut life. your mouth. Here's you, what I I'm should shut do. my mouth? Yeah, you should have shut your mouth and understood that as a First driver, of all, Cameron, you should if you take... don't stop recording me right now, I swear to God, I'll beat your fucking ass and leave you in Monterey. And I won't even look back or care for you. That's exactly So give me one second to get to fucking snap That's my finger exactly and then fucking crack you in the fucking face. That's exactly why I'm recording you guys. Exactly. Are you? Do you guys see this? This is our friend and this is how he's talking to me. You're not my me. friend. You're not my friend. Because you suck my dick Yo. once you think you're my friend. That's so exactly. fucked up. I'm a person. Uh, not to me. Thank you. So shut your recording. And come for me again. I'll come to you ten times harder. Don't fucking play with me. Just drive so properly, time. please. That's all I've ever wanted. Started. Y'all, what's good? I'm out here in fucking Santa Cruz. No, I'm in Monterey, and I'm driving in the backseat of a car, and the motherfucking driver is drunk, and he is... I, I'm on shrooms. I'm tripping off shrooms with one of my best friends. And I am so fucking upset because the driver is actively driving drunk. He knows he is driving recklessly with other people's fucking lives in the fucking car. And he thinks it's fucking okay. And we're yelling at each other going back and forth because he thinks he is right as the drunk driver to be in the position that he's in. Can you fucking believe that? We have driven 
We were supposed to go to the wharf. No, we're at the fucking Cannery Row right now because this motherfucker didn't know where the fuck he was going. My other homegirl was in the passenger seat fucking drunk as well. They're both yelling at each other and they still think that they're fucking right. While me and my homegirl are back here tripping off shrooms. Our lives are in their hands and they think that what they're doing is fucking okay. And I spent the last fucking 10 minutes telling him that what the fuck his behavior has been is bullshit. Telling him that he should be taking other people's lives into consideration. And he's tried to sit here and yell at me and tell me that I'm a fucking faggot. He's called me a fucking faggot because he has no other words to say. He has previously wrecked a car with me in the passenger seat where I have almost died. I literally was not wearing a passenger seatbelt and I was ejected and I fucking cracked my head on his fucking windshield. And you know what? I had to wait for the car behind him. I had to pull him out of his fucking driver's seat, sit him next to the sidewalk because he passed out, wait for the car behind us to help him. And then I had to run home so that he wouldn't get charged with endangering another person's fucking life because he was that drunk that night and now here we are we trusted him to fucking drive us because me and my homegirl want to be on shrooms and this bitch is out here trying to fucking yell and justify his case can you fucking believe that what is happening can you fucking believe that me and you are too drunk to be on the passenger seat in front of the car right now what? And I'm telling you this one time. I wish I could have recorded his. Once, I wish I could have fucking recorded the words. Fucking ass. I swear to fucking God on my mom's life. I will fucking beat your fucking ass. So shut the fuck up, you little bitch. I'll beat the fuck out of you. Yeah. You get that? All right. Because you chose to be in this car just like the first time that you got crashed. You're driver. And you're in this car again. You should take responsibility exactly. for every other exactly. person's life. Exactly. You should know and, how to drive who right. You chose to be in this car. You, right? Did you're you our friend. We gave you our trust. We gave you our trust. You are not friends, honey. Exactly. Did you choose to be in this car? Yes or no? We gave you our trust. Who's we? Because Teddy us. ain't speaking. Just you speaking. I gave did you, you my trust. Me car? alone. Me did alone. You choose to be? Yes. Yes me or no? Me alone should be enough. I gave you my trust you're to drive enough, right, honey. and you're not driving right. I don't know why right. you think you're this. Because I'm you're a not. person. Because I'm a person. Well, to me right now, you're the person that chose to be in this car. Did you not? I think that the driver of any vehicle should take accountability for but all the other drivers. For all the other. You chose to be in the car of that. Yes or no? You are the driver. Yes, but you're the everyone passenger. Else's life, and you chose to be in here. Everyone else's life is in your hands. Exactly. What part of that and don't you in understand? Right now is alive and fine, what except part, for you. What part of that don't you understand? Because you're queer on live, whatever you're doing. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. I have a piece of Palo Santo in my hand. I just lit it. I'm gonna let this flame burn for a little bit. All my windows are open. I have an a humidifier going i put a piece of russian shungite in there should clear this air thank god for palo santo i'm so so thankful you know the first piece of palo santo that i ever got was given to me by a doordash driver one girl that i met at the restaurant job that i work at she's a capricorn uh she goes to me for advice um long story short and every time i see her she vents and I channel, and I say what I need to say to her. I let spirit take over. And she's very thankful. She's a Capricorn. She met me on Halloween last year. So funny. Happy October 1st. Happy full moon. But this DoorDash, this DoorDash driver met me on Halloween, and I was dressed as Cleopatra. So I just had all my makeup done, looked very Egyptian. The blue was popping. And every time I see the DoorDash driver, she always reminds me. She's like, you know what, dude? You still remind me of that Egyptian god from the first day I met you. Like, I will never get that image out of your head. And I tell her every time, homegirl, you're never going to get that image out because that's me. That's literally me. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me of that life. And she just laughs. But um, she's an earth sign, so she just really understands the value of my time and of my words so one day i she like pulled up to the drive um not drive through but like we have a parking lot where people park and then we have to go outside and greet them in the parking spot so she parked in her parking spot and i went up to greet her and as soon as i looked at her i could just tell i could just feel it something was up i asked her if she had been all right and she had told me that she had been going through it she was looking for a new place um, didn't have stable living and I had given her a piece of aragonite and something else and just because 
I know that she needed grounding. Aragonite is a great tool for grounding. But she looked at me and she was like, you know, I have something for you. I need to bring it back. I won't forget. And I told her, okay, you know, I don't expect anything when I give out stuff. I never give to receive. Um, I give to give because I want to give. And so I, I didn't even know what she had in mind, but she told me that the next time she'd see me, she would bring me something. And I said, okay. I thought it was a very nice sentiment. I, you know, we're just doing our jobs. Um, <laughs> and the next time she saw me, she brought me a piece of Palo Santo. And she was like, have you ever heard of Palo Santo? It was in a little Ziploc baggie. I was like, no, I've never actually had any. What is this? And she was like, oh, this is a piece of wood. It's called holy wood. You can find it in South and Central America. And I just know someone who sells some. So I bought some for you or got some for you. And I I still have the first piece she gave me. The one that I just lit wasn't from her. I actually got this piece from my friend Danny, though. Shout out, Danny. Um, but I still have the piece that she gave me, and I look at it often. And every time I look at it, every time I light a piece of Palo Santo, it just reminds me that... It reminds me of divine timing. It reminds me that I am forever protected everywhere I go. It reminds me that God is in everyone and everything. It reminds me that the little things that we do to make our lives better really do pay off. I'm a Taurus. We know this. I, you have to be very patient with me. But something that I've noticed in my life is that I have to be very patient with myself. I have to be very patient for the things that I want. I have to be patient when I'm manifesting. And in those moments of absolute patience, I've been greatly rewarded. So Amber Khan talks about this idea of being at the fountain. Shout out, Amber. I love you so, so much. But if you haven't checked out her podcast on the fountain, you got to do it because that truly is the best way of living. And I say that with uh, experience. I've, fuck, we know. I've fucked around in too many bad situations. I fucked around wasting my time for too long. And the beautiful thing about the fountain is that the fountain is a place of just being, of just being pure light, of just being who you want to be, of just being love. And there's nothing more that I enjoy than to just be love and to be light. <sighs> Why do I say that? Well, I bring that up because that DoorDash driver is just a stranger. Just a person with good intention. And... I know she trusts me and I wouldn't do anything to ever put her in danger had her life been in my hands for whatever reason. And I, I just know that that would be reciprocated. I know that she's not trying to fuck with me. I know she's not trying to fuck with my money. I know she's not trying to use me. She sees me. She respects me. She values me. She lets it be known. There's reciprocation. That was a stranger. That argument, those people that I was with, I've known them for years. Five, six, seven years. They've seen me get kicked out of my house. They've seen me be homeless. They've seen me be broke. They've seen me be fat. They've seen me be ugly. They've seen me lose my jobs. They've seen me lose my car. They've seen me not graduate. They've literally watched me ruin my life and all the while they were still doing their thing going off to college drinking smoking spending their parents money doing whatever the fuck not giving a fuck because we just had different problems what can i say i'm not rich i'm not fucking i mean let me rephrase i am rich i am wealthy i am blessed i will always be rich healthy wealthy blessed always 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 inshallah for the rest of my life
but at one point, um, a bitch had nothing. I was 17 getting kicked out of my house. No job, no car, no mental fortitude. There was not enough. I didn't know enough. I didn't have enough information to understand why things were happening to me the way they were. I was very, very confused. And these people still hit me up all the time. They were still down to kick it with me. They were still down to party with me. I'm a great partier. Period. Period. That's on Libra Moon in the fifth house, damn it. I know how to fucking party. And I love to have a good time. And I think it's um, like I radiate. To be honest, I really do. You catch me in a good vibe, in a good setting, everyone's going to feel it and everyone loves it. That's why people bring me around. What can I say? That's just me. And lately, well, not even lately, that day that all of that argument went down, I don't even need to go in on the type of people that they are individually. My whole thing with this is that I could be friends with anyone in the world. I could give my time to anyone in the world. I could give my energy to anyone in the world. Anyone. I don't need anyone. No one needs anyone. You only ever need yourself. If there's one thing that living this life has taught me is that I can do anything by myself. Do I want to do everything by myself? Hell no. I have a Libra moon, damn it. I want partnerships. I want people around me. I want to enjoy the nice things with people. I want everyone to be glamorous. I want everyone to feel fucking beautiful all the time. What can I say? I want to smoke everyone out, party with everyone. They're the fattest rager all the time. I just want I just want that. I love it. I love, love, love. I love working in big environments. I love being around people. But... Will I ever put my self-respect on the line to be with people because they're the only ones that the universe is handing to me? No, I will never do that. I will never, ever, ever not stick up for myself. I will never be quiet when I am feeling uncomfortable. I just refuse to be that type of person. I've done that to myself. I've been quiet in situations where I felt like I should have spoken up and it's done nothing but ruin me, ruin my mental stability, ruin my sanity, ruin the way that I view myself and view others. And I just can't, I can't afford that. I can't risk to lose myself anymore, especially at the expense of someone else, especially at the expense of someone else's words. Just because somebody else feels or thinks that my life is not important, I'm not going to take what they have to say about me and hold that in because I know deep within myself how important I am. I know deep within myself how valuable I am and how pure and how loving I am. So just because this fucking piece of shit driver didn't respect me and didn't respect my life and honestly has never respected me, has never respected my life, just because he had all that negativity doesn't mean that I should have had to put up with it. So after... Oh my gosh, you guys, before I even pressed record for that argument, I had yelled at him for a good 10 minutes. So let me explain to you the day and the whole reason why I was with him. Um, I was with, he's a cancer, by the way. So I'll just refer to him as cancer. Uh, I was with my friend Des. Uh, She's a Sag that I'd be talking about. Shout out Des. I love you so much. She's a real one. She's a really fucking real one actually and this day fucking proved it to me how much of a real one she is ride or die for sure so my friends came back from college and we all wanted to hang out there's this beautiful beach that i found the first time i ever tripped acid and it's in marina california and i hit up my friend's group chat and i was like yo what day do you guys all have off Let's go to the beach. I want to show you guys this beautiful spot. The water is amazing. It's kind of secluded. Not a lot of people are going to be there. I already know. It's going to be good. Let's do it. I want to do some shrooms. I would love to be with you guys if you're down. And everyone was down for the count. Everyone was down to go to the beach. The only people who wanted to do shrooms, though, were myself and my friend Des. So that's not a problem to me, though. I, I don't care 
if people do shrooms or psychedelics or any drugs or not if you just want to hang out with me and let me vibe that's good that's cool that's all i ask like i i i love people who mind their own fucking business and i love people who can take care of themselves and adult themselves and can just be luxurious and i don't have to worry about it like you go be luxurious next to me you handle all your things you bring all your cute shit bring whatever you want i'm gonna do the same i'm gonna make sure i have my fucking weed i have my shrooms i look cute i brought my tanning oil i got my music i look hot i take care of me you take care of you good we could be together that's my type of friendship and that's how my friends normally are so i didn't think it would be that much of a problem and another thing we're adults and all these people that I was with, um, everyone who was in that car, they all went off to college. They all are getting degrees, whatever the fuck. I'm the one who's quote unquote behind. I'm the one who still isn't in schooling. So just me, I, I felt like, okay, I, I'm going to be around respectable people. I'm going to be around people who can think for themselves. <sighs> but that's naive, Honestly, I can't just assume that because people went to school, they're going to be smart and capable of being respectable human beings because it's just it's not logical. I it doesn't no, no, every no offense to people in school. I'm sure a lot of y'all are really smart and can respect other people. But the people that I know who went off and did all these fucking great things in school blah 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 trash trash just because mommy and daddy paid for your fucking schooling and paid for your fucking everything does not mean that you automatically get a win in life um i don't give a fuck about what you have i don't give a fuck about where you can take me to be honest, if you don't respect me, if you don't love me, I don't want to be with you. I don't want to be around you. I'm not going to give you my time. I'm not going to give you my energy. If you don't respect me and I know you can't respect me, you will never fucking see me again. And that is not my problem. And it is not my job to feel bad for you for not being a respectable person. Anyway, so I was going to do shrooms with my friend Des. And they were all just going to chill. We were all just going to drink. Um, we get to the beach. I take an eighth. Des takes an eighth. Um, the other three, there was a Virgo, a Gemini, and the Cancer. The three of them, they just drank a tall can margarita from a fucking gas station. After that one fucking tall can, these motherfuckers did not know how to fucking act right. We smoked maybe one blunt and they drank one fucking tall can. And the Cancer was just acting a fucking fool dude when we got in the car he literally started blasting party in the usa by miley cyrus full blast i'm sitting in the back seat there's a virgo to my left des is on my right the gemini's in the front right seat and the cancer's in the driver's seat we're in the cancer's car but the cancer didn't drive to the beach um you guys have ever hung out with like a ton of group of friends and there's that one friend who has a car who just fits everyone perfectly so you take that friend's car that's basically what had happened that day if I knew that they were going to drive like idiots. I would have fucking driven myself and not taken as much rooms and I would have been fine. I'm perfectly capable of driving myself. I'm perfectly capable of taking care of myself. That is literally why I do everything the, the, the way that I do. That is why I put so much emphasis on my vehicle and my car because my car is my means of getting around. And if I don't have a way to get myself from point A to point B by myself, then that's my problem. But I don't. I made sure I took care of that problem very, very soon in this adult life because I'm just trying to avoid conflicts. Like, fuck, being a rising Gemini is so interesting because no matter what I fucking do, the only way I'll learn things is through conflict. <sighs> so, yeah, if I had known that he was going to drive like a fucking idiot, I could have driven myself. But anyway, I'm sitting in the back seat, in the middle of the back seat, and, um, he reverses like a fucking maniac like literally slams the gas to reverse and i don't know if y'all have ever driven a car but you don't fucking slam the gas to reverse bitch just have some common courtesy have some respect 
really, it's not just your life when you are driving a vehicle. When you are the driver of a vehicle, not only is your life in your hands, but the life of other people on the road are in your hands, the life of the other people in your car are in your hands, and the life of pedestrians on the fucking sidewalk are in your hands. You have to be extra fucking careful when you're driving. No, 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 there's no excuses. There really isn't, especially when you have a history of wrecking cars. You guys heard me in that argument. This motherfucker, the cancer literally wrecked a car with me in the passenger seat already. I'll tell you a little bit about that story. So it was my sophomore homecoming. I threw a house party at one of my friend's house. Um, Basically, what had happened was I met this guy. He told me he had a house that we could use. He knew I had a ton of friends, a ton of cute girls. He was like, yo, you want to throw a party here? I got hella bottles. You just tell people to slide through. And I was like, oh, you just want me to bring people? You giving me a house to throw a party? Oh, bitch, I'm going to throw a party. So y'all already know. Threw a fat motherfucking party. Had hella heads come after homecoming. A ton of older people doing all the things. Hella bottles, hella weed. Y'all already know all the good stuff. Um, And at that party... I found out some tea about the cancer. I caught him doing some dumb shit. I caught him doing some really sketch shit. So he pulled me aside and he was like, hey, look, I know you, you saw that. I just, I, I, I don't even know what to think about it for myself. Um, I don't know what I was doing. I'm just really fucked up right now. Please don't tell anyone, blah, blah, blah. Puts me in this fucking corner. And I was just like, okay, whatever, not my life. You do you, you handle your things. But I just want you to know if, you need help if you need talking to someone i'm here i'm a friend i'm not here to judge you i literally have demons of my own don't feel like your demons are too heavy for anyone to handle because they're not everyone experiences similar negative feelings just people process them differently and i would hate to see you process them in a negative way that eats at your personality and eats at the person who you want to be and the entire time he was just like shaking his head like yeah no but i'll be good i'll be good blah 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 (sighs) as i was leaving the party so mind you the party was maybe like a few blocks away from my house as i was leaving the party it was maybe 4.30 in the morning. I just took off walking because I didn't want to wait for anyone else. I hate asking for help. I'd rather just, if I'm in a situation or I'm, if I'm in a problem, I'm just going to find a way to take care of it myself. I don't like when people know that I'm struggling or that I'm going through something really difficult. Like when it's actually happening to me, I'd, rather, I'd much rather just keep it to myself, deal with the problem myself, and then talk to people afterwards after I've figured out how to solve it myself (sighs) i know there's problems in that and i'm working on it but i'm talking about when i was like 15 16 so when i was back then like yeah back then i just was really rooted in that mindset i didn't know enough i hadn't read enough material on psychology to really get out of that mindset anyway i was walking home and He got in his car and started driving and he pulled up next to me and he was like, hey, Cam, we live like a block away from each other, which was true. And he said, do you want to get in my car and let me give you a ride home? And I looked at him and I was just like, fuck it. Sure. Why not? It's 430 in the morning. I'm cold. I don't want to walk this like 10 minute walk. It's not too far. What could go wrong? I get in the car and... Literally, you guys, I couldn't even put my seatbelt on. He just slams the fucking gas. He runs a stop sign. And the next block over after the stop sign was the turn that we needed to take. Upon approaching that turn, he doesn't slow down. If anything, we get to where he needs to turn. And then he slams on the brakes, turns his wheel, loses control of the car. And then the car goes flying into a tree. The passenger side of the vehicle, the side that I was sitting on, hit directly into a tree that was covering, like blocking someone's side house. Um, I wasn't wearing a seatbelt. I flew forward and cracked my head on his windshield. I remember 
the airbag deploying. I remember sitting down in the seat, feeling the debris, feeling like the robbing from my hand. I was gripping the sidebar of the door, you know what I mean? Like the handlebar. Um, and the way that I was gripping it, my index finger was still straight, like it was still open. And upon impact, I jammed my fucking index finger in the door. So my hand was just throbbing. My face was hurting. Um, and I looked at the cancer and the driver's seat and we make eye contact and then he just passes out literally loses life literally i watched his life leave i yo yo that's another thing when this happened and he passed out i swear i thought he was dead the way his eyes rolled back the way his face turned gray the way how limp his body was there was there was no weight that was my thing there was no weight to his body what do you mean what do you mean there's no weight here why are you like like everything was just blowing my fu- I, I couldn't understand what to think i was like holy fuck this dude just told me his biggest fucking secret 30 minutes later fucking almost kills both of us if that's not fucking demonic energy i don't know what the fuck is that cancer has been going through shit for fucking years for fucking years and i've been silent and i've been in his friend group so i have i've put up with it but but putting up with it does nothing it doesn't help me it doesn't help him and look at where putting up with it for so many years got me it got me back in the same motherfucking position of being in a vehicle with him where he just couldn't give a fuck about anyone else's life the night that he crashed the only way that i got out of there was because there was a car of people leaving the party behind me and when he crashed the car behind us stopped and the car was a fucking car full of varsity football players damn it of all fucking people it had to be the fucking varsity football players huh the hot ones too damn it <sighs> and i know they remember and uh because how are you gonna forget how are you gonna forget it uh, damn it but these guys get out of the car and I get out of the passenger seat. I'm like shaking, crying. I look at these dudes. I was like, yo, can you guys come over here and help me? Like, I'm screaming. These guys run over to me. I ask them to get the cancer out of the driver's seat. And we pull the cancer out of the driver's seat. Now I know that you shouldn't touch someone after a car crash. Especially if they, you know, are looking a little dead. You should just kind of like leave them where it is. You don't know how bad it could be. Just call 911. But we took him out of the vehicle and we sat him on the sidewalk and he's still like fucking limp still lifeless and i'm flipping the fuck out i was i looked at the dudes and i was like yo i can't be here right now i'm not even supposed to be with him i'm not even supposed to be here i shouldn't even be drinking i'm fucking way underage i'm like fucking 15 years old 16 years old i live a block away from here i just need to be home if the police get here and they question me i'm gonna freak the fuck out i'm not gonna know what to say they're gonna wonder why i was with him they're gonna ask me why he was driving drunk they're gonna ask who threw the party they're gonna ask um why i was in the passenger seat why we were both intoxicated just and this dude was going to get charged with endangering a minor on top of all the other charges blah 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 i don't have any money i'm not going to be able to help myself legally like i can't be here so i fucking told them stay here until the cops get here and then i booked it and i ran home and with tears streaming down my face my frozen face all I could do was shake and cry and run. It was the most that my life has ever f- truly felt like a fucking movie. Like, I, I just, not even like a movie, it just didn't feel real. None of it felt real. The accident, catching him doing his shady shit, the, the people that I was with, the, just none of it felt real. The extremity of the accident, like him completely totaling his car. None of it felt real. And you know what's fucked up? Really fucked up. The next day, um, so this dude gets flown to the hospital in Salinas. The next day, his girlfriend calls me. 
Oh, yeah, because he had a girlfriend at the time. How fucking funny. Uh, he's... Yeah, whatever. I don't need to go in on cancer bullshit, but if we've ever known a male cancer, we know how secretive and how full of shit they can be. They're so fucking emotional, and for fucking what? You fucking trifle all the fucking time. You're loyal to no one, and you expect loyalty. How can you be the antithesis of the thing that you want most and expect it to come to you? That doesn't make and make it make sense please make it fucking make sense how do you expect loyalty and honesty and trust and love when you are none of that when you epitomize the antithesis of all of those things make it make sense the next day this dude's girlfriend calls me. She's like, hey, um, he told me you were in the car with him. Why didn't you call us and tell us that you were with him? Why didn't you call us and tell us what actually happened? And I was like, she literally just started like, trying to argue with me via text over the phone. And I'm like, my first instinct, my first thought was, you're a stupid fucking bitch. Don't you realize I was in the passenger side? Don't you realize I got the brunt of that impact most? fuck you where is the concern for me he's fine of course he's fine he fucking woke the fuck up whatever he he could give a fuck his parents have money pay for your fucking hospital bills pay for your fucking lawyer pay for your brand new car that he got like a fucking week later whatever the fuck you know what this fool did later that day he went on instagram posted a picture of the accident and like laughed about it like laughed it all off didn't tell anyone that I was in the car with him. Didn't because what well, I'm not going to tell anyone I was in that fucking vehicle. So he just ran with it. Of course, he's going to run with it. It makes him look better. He didn't do anything to anyone. Right. <sighs> I was so furious at the way that he couldn't. He just didn't give a fuck about how I was doing. No one gave a fuck. And th that's the thing. I didn't tell anyone. I experienced all these like really traumatic things. And I tell no one because for a long time. Like for most of my life, I was experiencing really bad things. I was going through really horrible events. I was just wrong place, wrong time. Or that's not even true. It was right place, right time. I needed to learn all those moments. Everything happens for a reason. But I felt like my ego felt like I was in horrible situations and no one around me was caring. But as an adult, now that I look back on it, I realize that it's not that people didn't care. It's that my throat chakra was so blocked. I just felt like I couldn't share anything that was going on in my life because I wasn't being authentic to my values and to me. A big part of being gay and growing up gay, because you could come out as an adult and no shade. I understand it's still very difficult to come out, period. But you could come out as an adult, and I believe that there will be more acceptance. When I was a child, 2010, experiencing my first gay moments, not no, it's fucked up. I was getting made fun of for being gay before I even had any gay moments. I had no guy friends, and, it, and somehow I was still the most gay person in this town. It doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Um, but always been made fun of for being gay always 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 before i even fucking knew what being gay was so for me growing up i felt very restricted i felt like i couldn't share any ideas i couldn't share any thoughts not like not any good ones not any bad ones i just felt like i had to be quiet i felt like i had to be quiet shut up look listen just look cute do the right things boom because if all i could do was the right things and no, let me rephrase this. The only way that I would ever get recognized is if I did something like really spectacular and did something really amazing and like, ah, haha, look at me, look at what I can, what, look at what I can do. So from an early age, I found myself trying to be in every leadership role, every every club, and every activity. Never sports though, because. I mean, I did try to do sports for a few years, which is so funny to me. Like, damn, I even tried doing that. Again, how much do I have to run away from my authentic truth before I can find acceptance? Blows my mind at the obstacles that I've put myself through to try to dodge the fact that I just like to fucking be beautiful and that I love to take care of myself and I love to get ready and I love fashion 
and I love music and I love art and I love dance and I love the creative side of life. I love the feminine. I love it. And it's not a problem. And it's not a fucking problem. But I grew up thinking that it was a problem. I grew up thinking that everything that I thought I really liked, I couldn't have. And that put me around people who thought the same way. Because I thought so negatively of myself and because I thought so poorly of myself. And because for, if I'm being honest with you, for a few years of my life, I thought being gay was bad. I really did. I didn't want to identify with it. I didn't want to like guys. I didn't want to see beauty in men. I, I was so frustrated at the fact that I was so capable of looking at how beautiful everything in life is because that's all it really is people are beautiful men are beautiful women are beautiful i've dated both i've been with both kissed both touched both been held by both they're just it's just people are beautiful that's all that's what it's always been to me but society has made me feel like that's bad and that's wrong and Growing up, I identified, it, I identified with the fact that maybe that was bad and maybe that was wrong. And because I knew that deep down those feelings were never going to leave, I was never not going to be able to look at a man and think that he was beautiful, a beautiful man, you know, because let's be real, a lot of motherfuckers be ugly and we just don't even give our attention to them. Like, baby, you got a lot of um, hot water to drink. Go get to it, please. Put a little apple cider vinegar and a little local honey in that too. I'll catch you in a few months. But until then, you get no attention, no energy. I don't even need to look at you. Um, and so my whole point with this is that at the time that the accident happened, I was really in a negative mind place. I was in a negative. Um, I felt really low. I just wasn't treating myself the way that I treat myself now. And although the cancer never reached out to me, asked how I was doing after the accident, I still just brushed it off. I was like, fuck it, you know, he's probably having to deal with um, more problems than me. Because in my head, I know that if I crashed a vehicle, like, fuck, how am I going to get a new car? How am I going to pay for this? How, where am I going to find the money for that? Like, it just, it, I can't, I can't. It's, it's never, no, I'm not, I don't have fucking bank accounts. I don't have my parents' bank accounts that I could just go dip into. I don't take money from my parents. I don't. They don't give me any. And I'm not going to go ask for it. So there goes that idea. But what blew my mind the most was realizing that even with all of that, he still didn't give a fuck. He still didn't have the wake-up call. He still didn't think that he would. he did anything wrong. He literally was just walking around like, okay, life happens, whatever. My parents are going to fix it. That was like five years ago, five, six years ago. So when we were at the beach and this fucker started to drive like an idiot because a part of why I yelled at him was not only was he racing people on the highway, but he almost ran over two little fucking Mexican kids on the road. They were literally playing with a little car on the road and he sped up to go hit them and he scared the fuck out of them. Like we heard the kids yell from inside the car. Do you know how heartbreaking it is to watch someone inflict fear on children and laugh about it? Do you know how devastated I felt? Do you know how much I wanted to just clock that motherfucker from the back seat? I don't do that, though. I don't put my hands on other people unless, you know, they do it first. I don't believe in violence, though. I really don't. I really don't. I really just don't. Aside from that, he also cut off someone in the roundabout. So I was already fucking flipping my shit. And um, what else he do? Oh, yeah. He fucking... Uh, I can't even truly explain to you how he did it but we were driving and we were passing a gas station and instead of slowly easing into the parking lot this fucker does literally like a 90 degree turn scr like scratches his fucking tires speeds off into this parking lot and just is completely reckless driving i don't need um 
I don't need... Uh, fuck. Sorry, Daisha just texted me about someone being really problematic. And I'm... So, yo, what the fuck is up with this full moon and problematic ass people? Honestly, a lot of people are just on so much bullshit right now. You need to go isolate, take care of your inner fucking demons, and then come out into the fucking real world. Because us people out here, we don't want to deal with you when you don't even know yourself. Go find yourself first, please. Fuck. And don't be ashamed that you have to go find yourself first. You think everyone was born on this planet knowing who the fuck they are and what the fuck they need to do and how they need to heal themselves? No, we are all here on this planet experiencing our own healing journeys. We all have karmic cycles that we need to break. We all have family traumas that we need to break. But we got to start somewhere. We can't just fucking act like it's not real. We can't just act like we're all fucking perfect human beings because that's not, that's not the truth, baby. No one's perfect. No, and why do you think we are reincarnated as humans during this lifetime in the first place? Why don't you think you were just chilling in heaven? You could be chilling in heaven right now, but you still have a lot of things left to learn. So humbly learn them. Fuck. Um, this cancer, though, is driving just... I'm a Taurus. I'm ruled by the throat. Growing up, I felt like I had to suppress what I truly felt. So I didn't tell people how I really felt in the moment. And I still struggle with that. I still struggle with expressing my truest feelings in the moment, especially those feelings of discomfort. But as I was on shrooms in the back seat, in a car full of what I would have thought at the time were my best friends, there was no way that I was going to allow this cancer to potentially kill all of us and potentially wreck another car i've just lived through it once i've seen it once i don't need to live through it again i don't need yo for years of my life i couldn't sit in a car without having my right foot down on a pretend gas pedal like my whole body shakes the fuck up when i'm in vehicles and i'm not driving i have to drive like no, I, I, I can't trust other people's driving. I really don't. And when I'm driving and like, for example, when Daisha's in the car, I'm really like, yes, I do like to smoke here and there um, when I'm driving. But it's like, bitch, know your fucking limits. If you're going to have the balls to smoke or to do anything distraction wise, if you have the balls to play music full blast and drive, you should have the balls to take care of the other people that you bring in the car with you with. When this cancer was driving, I mean, I just, some people really never change. They really never change. And I could just read the energy. I knew that this fucker, had I not said anything, was still going to act like a fucking idiot. You know, the only reason I got him to pull over was because we were supposed to go to the wharf. He drove us to, to Cannery Row. And the Virgo sitting next to me was about to piss herself. She literally was screaming. She's like, I'm about to pee myself. Can we stop? So I literally started screaming. And I was like, yo, you need to pull the fuck over. I'm not going to have this bitch fucking piss on me. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to put myself through more bullshit because you don't know how to be a fucking productive, happy human being, a loving human being. No, I'm not. I'm so fucking sick and tired of this right now. That's the only way he pulled over. So after I started yelling at him, we were in the middle of Candy Road cannery row and he just pulled over and the gemini and virgo hopped out of the car and that's when i started yelling at him that's what the argument is from that's exactly where the recording is from is me yelling at him in the middle of cannery row and trust me there were hella families watching i was not quiet i don't give a fuck you want to act like a fucking idiot you want to put me in the position where i get to teach you a lesson fuck yeah bitch i love teaching lessons and i love to yell this is perfect you got me in my fucking bag i'm ready to go and i'm on shrooms and i'm tapped in and i could just feel and i could see your energy yo <laughs> yo yo i'm good i'm good you got me in my fucking bag and i feel bad for you because you do not know who the fuck you're dealing with so i let it out i really had to just channel and i fucking read it to him because you guys heard it he doesn't care about me he does not respect me at all one bit and I'm just not in the position to be around anyone or give my time or energy or money to anyone who doesn't fucking respect me. You can hate me. You can talk shit about me all you want. 
You can not like the way I present myself. You can hate the fact that I love to wear makeup. You can hate the fact that I love fucking fashion forward fits and I'm always switching up my style and I'm always ahead of the trends. You can hate that I'm a trendsetter, bitch. You can hate that I have multiple bank accounts. You can hate that I have multiple jobs. You can hate that I can be here, there, everywhere with this, that, and whoever the fuck you hate that I can travel. You you can hate that I am so creative and so passionate about all the things I do. You can hate me for all of it. You can hate me for all of it. I don't give a fuck. Hate me for it. Hate me for it. Go. Go, bitch. I give you permission. But you will respect me. <laughs> but you will respect me, bitch. And the minute I realize you don't respect me and you won't respect me and you can't respect me, <laughs> then you get a new me. Then you get the bitch that no one wants to fucking meet. Then you really get the bitch. And when the bitch comes out, the bitch isn't here to fucking play. The bitch is here to fucking put you in your fucking place, be done with it, and then the bitch is ready to leave. Because once the bitch comes out, the bitch the bitch doesn't stay where the bitch has to come out. Once the bitch comes out, the bitch has got to go. I ain't trying to be a bitch for forever. I'm trying to be my most loving, most happy, most caring person. I'm trying to express that part of myself. All the time. That's the part of me that I truly love to be in. That's the vibe that I love to stay in. But fuck, you disrespect me? I'm not going to let it slide. I'm not going to... No. No. You disrespect me? I will tell you. I'm, I'm growing to be the type of person that will put you in your fucking place the minute I feel some shit is up. So that's why I went off on him. And you know how he said... All those horrible things. Guess what happened after that? After that, we drove to the wharf and I made it seem like I was going to get out of the car and go to dinner with them. I didn't do that. I got out of the car. I grabbed my bag. I asked them to open the trunk. And when he opened the trunk, I grabbed my other bag and I was like, okay, I'm leaving. And I looked at the Gemini. The Gemini was my best friend. I met her through dance. I'm really fucking, I'm probably never going to talk to her again, honestly. It's so fucked up. Honestly, it's just so fucked up. It blows my mind to realize that the person who I would have claimed as one of my closest, closest best friends literally allowed that to happen. And a part of the argument that I didn't record was this dude was literally calling me a fucking faggot. You guys heard it himself. He's gay. How can you stand in? How can you just yell at me, look at me in the fucking eyes, call me a fucking faggot, use such derogatory terms, use terms that you would never want thrown at yourself? How could you use that? Because I'm trying to tell you that the way you're driving is bullshit. Yo, swallow your fucking pride, swallow your fucking ego. If you fucked up, you fucked up. I'm gonna let you know you fucked up. That's your fault. That's completely your fault. You're an adult. Take accountability, please. And don't be mad. Don't shoot the messenger, bitch. Just just accept the message. I would have been cool if you kept your mouth shut. But now you want to argue and you want to throw these fucking derogatory terms in my face? Let me fucking put you in your place real quick. Because that does not fly with me. And it shouldn't fly with anyone. Imagine a world where people respected one another. Imagine. Imagine? fuck and i just know that like my soul wouldn't have sat right if i didn't say anything for myself he's fucked me over one too many times i've literally almost lost my life because of this stupid son of a bitch i am so happy i went the fuck off on him i literally yelled at him 10 minutes before i started recording and i yelled at him so good that he was just sitting there quiet like a little fucking bitch dog And that's why when I started recording again, he just fucking blew up because he was like, damn, like I really done fucked up. And it's like, yeah, bitch, you really done fucked up. And I really am going to let you know. I really want you to know you fucked up. And now you want to come at me with disrespect after you fucked up? Oh, you just fucked up again. Damn it. So we got to the wharf. I grabbed all my things and I looked at um, all my friends and I was just like, I'm just I'm disappointed in all of you. Never have I ever done that to any of you. I would never treat you guys like that and I would never be silent if I ever watched you guys get treated like that. You are not the type of people that I can be around. We are vibing completely differently. We just respect in different ways. That's fine. You guys can go off to dinner. 
I'm going to do my own thing. I'll have someone come pick me up. I don't give a fuck. The universe is my friend. God is always with me. And I know God is always with me. And because God is always with me, I can't be around you. And so I started taking off. And I looked at my homegirl, Des. I was like, yo, are you going to come with me? She was like, yeah, I'm not going to leave you. And I was like, yo. Gave her the biggest hug, put my arms around her, and I started walking. As I'm walking on the wharf, I passed... Um, now, as I'm walking on the wharf, I hear footsteps behind me. And of course, it's the fucking cancer chasing after me. In my head, I'm like, yo, didn't you just say that you would leave my ass and you could give a fuck? Didn't you just say that? Mm-hmm. Keep, keep that energy, bitch. You wanted to yell at me like that? You could keep that fucking energy. So I have this cancer yelling, um, chasing me now on the wharf. And I passed by a family. It was a family of seven, the mom, dad, and five daughters. I looked at them and I had my sunglasses on. You know, I look cute. I had my gym bag with me and I had a book in my hand. I was like, there's, um, there's this dude harassing me. He keeps following me. He won't leave me alone. He's called me a faggot multiple times. If you see him approach me, please just call 911. And don't let him get near me. And I kept walking. And this fucking cancer still fucking keeps following me. And I'm just like, yo, first of all, you didn't, you just disrespected the fuck out of me. Now you're fucking chasing me. You have got to be fucking kidding me. You are a new level of pathetic. You are a new level of trifling. A new level of trifling that I never want to fucking be around or see or fucking share energy with again. Get the fuck away from me. So I literally turned around and I started yelling at him on the wharf in front of multiple families, in front of everyone. I caused a fucking scene. Damn right I know how to cause a scene, bitch. I belong on the stage. I live on the stage. You don't think I know how to cause a scene? Bitch, I am the scene. I can make a scene anywhere, anytime, any day. Damn it. So I made one. And I made a real fucking ruckus. <laughs> and I made sure everyone around me knew that that man, that fucking cancer, called me a fucking faggot, disrespected the fuck out of me, almost killed me, almost ruined my life, and he has no place to be around me. As I'm yelling at the cancer, the fucking Virgo comes up in front of me and has the balls to tell me to stop acting like this and starts yelling at me for making a scene. So I start going off on the Virgo. I'm like, you're a fucking dumb bitch. You can speak up now. Now that I'm causing a fucking scene, you could speak up for the stupid fucking cancer, but you couldn't speak up when he was calling me a fucking faggot you couldn't speak up when he was driving recklessly and i was in the back seat fucking holding on for my dear life yo and when i was in the back seat i was fucking praying my ass off and when i started praying the fucking virgo everyone knew i was pissed the fuck off as soon as i started praying when i was in the back seat someone literally asked me they were like cameron what are you doing i was like oh i'm praying um and they were just and then i kept and i went back to praying and then they kept looking at each other and they're like what are you praying for and i just kept talking and no, you don't need to know what I was praying for. I'm praying for my health. I'm praying for my my mental and physical body to make it home safe. I'm praying for my safety. I'm praying for my protection. I'm praying that I could get the fuck out of there in God's hands. I'm praying that I am not going to lose my life today. Like, that's what I'm praying for. You could go worry about yourself. You could go worry about the bullshit that you were just on. You could go not give a fuck, but I'm going to go pray. Okay, so I'm sitting in the back seat, fucking praying my ass off and everyone is just freaking the fuck out. What? I, I don't know. I am a person of light. Jeez, if I'm the only one in the room praying, bitch, I would assume that you should maybe um, check yourself and maybe just take a moment to talk to God and ask for God for your own protection and your own happiness. Because I swear, if you did that at least maybe once, you probably wouldn't be looking at me like I'm crazy. Instead, I think you would just be getting the picture and understanding that it's time to leave soon. Um, but yeah, I was on the wharf literally yelling at the fucking cancer and yelling at the Virgo. And then the family that I had passed by earlier um, walked up to me and they walked in front of me and they were like, the mom specifically, there was a whole ass family, but the mom, shout out the moms of the world. The mom got in front of the dude and was like, hey dude, if he's saying he doesn't want you around, if he's saying he doesn't need you. I think it's best that you leave. Obviously, you've done something wrong. Obviously, you've done something that's upset him. I think it's best that you give him space. And the Gemini, the Virgo, and the Cancer walked their little sad asses away. They went to go have dinner still. Oh my gosh, that's another thing. They still went to go have dinner. So it's like, fuck you. Just literally fuck you. Get the fuck out of my life. I never want to see you again. I never want to hear from you again. Be gone. Be gone. 
be gone. All that energy, all that disrespect, none of it is what I resonate with. I love my friends. I would never do that to my friends, ever. Fuck you for doing it to me. Fuck you. I never want to see you again. And that's how I'm going to stick up for myself. And I know you're surprised because I've never done this before. And I've let you get away with a lot of bullshit in this lifetime. But I've learned enough lessons, especially from the group of you. So I'm real cool off ever seeing you again. Please be the fuck on. And if you choose to never talk to me again, just know that's what I wanted. That's exactly what I wanted. So please do just that. Thank you. Goodbye. They walked away. I put my hand in my gym bag and y'all know I keep my crystals on deck. I will never, ever, 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 inshallah, 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 never have a stone on me. My stones, I'm so thankful for them. I'm so thankful for the abundance of my stones. And the way that they've found me, I'm so thankful for the healing that they've provided me. I'm so thankful for the love that they've bestowed upon me for this gift of channeling. I'm so thankful for the way that these stones have made my life so beautiful. <laughs> I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful. And I have such an abundance of stones now, man. They just all found me so fast, so quick. The healing, the healing is too real. Makes me so fucking emotional. I'm so thankful. But I put my hand in my gym bag pocket and I pulled out a super fat point. I only, and that's another thing. When I go out on like really big adventures, I only bring my best stones with me. Not with the intention of giving them out to people, but like, fuck. Just because I like to have, you know, I like to be protected. But um, I reached into my bag and I pulled out the nicest stones that I brought with me that day. It was a super fat tiger's eye point, a super fat labradorite point, and a really big chunk of Peruvian pyrite. And I grabbed all those stones and I put them in the mom's hands. And the family just surrounded us. And I cupped the mom's hands. And I held the stones with her. And I looked at her in her eyes and I just told her, thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. You have no idea how many times I've been in situations where I felt neglected and felt invisible and felt like no one was going to help me. Thank you for being a light in my life. Thank you for being an angel. Thank you for caring. I wish I could give you more, but this is what I have on me. I was in fucking flip-flops, some shorts, a white t-shirt, and just my gym bag, you know? That's literally, like, what I had with me. And... The dad looked at me and he's like, oh, whoa. Like, meeting strangers is always so humbling. And so I feel like I learned the most from strangers because of just our little conversations and the little things they say. But the dad looked at me and he's like, oh, wow, you're very angelic. And the mom looked at me, too. And she was like, yeah, when you, told, when you stopped and you told us um, to look out for you, like something in me just wouldn't wouldn't look away. I couldn't keep my eyes off you. I had to keep watching. And I just thanked them, gave them my stones, and um, kept walking on the wharf. And <laughs> so at this point, all the fucking Gemini, Cancer, and Virgo, they're all fucking ready walking off to dinner. They could give a fuck. Um, the family's walking the other way and I'm walking with Des now and we find a bench and we just sit down. And the entire day, um, I think Eris was square the nodes of fate. So I knew it was going to be a an interesting day. But this was on June 11th, by the way. So if you want to look at the astrology for June 11th, fucking tea, dude. Um, but... Yeah, after that, the wind stopped. There was a beautiful sunset that I watched. And then I just enjoyed the rest of my shrooms trip. <laughs> Yo, I was on shrooms for all of that. That fucking... Damn. Y'all had to ruin me on some shrooms. Shit, y'all had to fuck with me when I was on some shrooms. Y'all trifling. <sighs> all of that to say... I mean, how do I say this? I kind of want to wrap it up here. I know I'd be talking a lot of shit. <sighs> There's just been so much. And I really have been struggling with this because these people were so close to me. But I don't regret anything. 
we need to stick up for ourselves. When our gut feeling, when our gut intuition is telling us that we need to say something, we need to say something, even if that makes us the bad guy. Shit, I've never felt more like Nicki Minaj in my life. Call me fucking Chun-Li, bitch. I'll be Chun-Li. I'll be Chun-Li all the fucking time. Yo, Halloween 2020. I guess I'm Chun-Li. <laughs> yo, yo. They need rappers like me. They need rappers like me. <laughs> yo. Never, ever be afraid of what will happen to you when you stick up for yourself. Because I promise you, the only things that will come to you when you stick up for yourself and you stick up for what is right is an abundance of what is right. To energetically receive abundance means that in the physical reality realm, we can't be putting up a bullshit no more. Mm Mm-mm. Abundance is on the vibe that speaking up for yourself is on the vibe. Does that make sense? Abundance is on the same vibe that speaking yourself, that speaking up for yourself is on. Because when I think about the vibe that I'm trying to be on, I'm trying to be healthy, wealthy, blessed, abundant, happy. Um, I want to dance. I want to inspire. I want to create. I want to... uh, I want to rebuild, you know, I want to grow. I want just so much positivity that I can't be I can't be not speaking up for myself. You know? And I feel very blessed to be such a harmonious person with myself. Like now when I think about myself, I love everything about me. And no one can change that. No one can take that away from me. I've battled with myself for years. I hated myself for years. And I will never go back to that because that's a very lonely, miserable way of living. I would much rather be chilling, looking cute, waiting at the fountain with my abundance and my happiness and my respect and my reciprocation of respect. And if that means cutting off people that I've been friends with for years, then so be it. Because chances are the people that have been around us for years have only been around us because... We haven't spoken up about their bullshit. Watch. I'm going to continue to speak up about the bullshit that I see in my life. And I know people are going to leave. But hey, it's got to happen eventually. I got to make room for what's really right. And this is the way to do it. I hope... I hope you find the inner strength to speak up for yourself when you feel neglected or abused i'm sending all my love all my light take care you guys see you soon